0: A Biography of Muhammad, the Last Messenger of Allah Written by Prof. Dr. Safwat Khalilovitch Chapter 11 Prophet Muhammad's Grandfather, Abdul Mutalib Abdul Mutalib was born in 497 CE in Yathrib. When his mother, Selma, was marrying Hashim, she put a condition that she should live in Yathrib. So their son grew up there too. Several years later Hashim died on one of his journeys and was buried in Gaza. His brother, Al-Muttalib, succeeded him in the honorary offices related to the Kaaba. Since he did not have children, he decided to bring his young nephew, Sheba from Yathrib. He went to Yathrib and persuaded Selma to hand him over the boy who was to be prepared to succeed him as the chief of Mecca. She agreed and on their way to Mecca, al-Mutalib allowed Sheba to ride in front of him. When Quraysh saw them, they thought Sheba was al-Mutalib's servant, so they called him Abd al-Mutalib, which means al-Mutalib's slave or servant. The grandfather of the Prophet peace be upon him became known by the nickname, and his true name, Sheibah, was almost forgotten. After Al-Mutalib died, Abdul-Mutalib was assigned the offices occupied by Hashim. The duty to supply the pilgrims with water and food, el and El-Rifada, respectively, he experienced a lot of difficulties in discharging these duties because at that time he had only one son, Harith. The Zamzam well had been filled with dirt in the wars of the earlier generations, so water had to be brought in from the wells in the outskirts of Mecca and stored in small reservoirs near the Kappa. That was a very hard job, especially for Abdul Mutalib, who had only one son at the time. So, he had to pay for transportation of water. Abdul Muttalib was preoccupied with his problem. Like many other Meccans, he too listened to the tales about a blessed well of Zamzam that had sprung forth in that area beneath the feet of his ancestor Ishmael, but was covered up and lost several centuries later in the war chaos. Everyone wished that Zamzam be discovered and reactivated. One night, Abd al-Muttalib heard in his dream a voice telling him where he should dig in order to find a well. He had the same dream several times, so he decided to start digging. He dug at the place of two idols, Isaf and Naila, until water sprang forth and two golden gazelles and swords of Mudad ibn Amr of the Jurhum tribe appeared. Quraysh wanted to share his find with Abdul Muttalib. The dispute was resolved by a draw among three parties, namely the Kaaba, Quraysh, and Abdul Muttalib. God's providence worked out that Abdul Muttalib won the largest share. Now that the Zamzam water was close to the Kaaba, Abdul Muttalib performed his duties with ease. Quraysh respected Abdul Muttalib for his generosity, reliability and wisdom. The unearthing of the Zamzam well increased his reputation. All that time, Abdul Muttalib had only one son, Harith, and the discovery of Zamzam encouraged him to hope for more children. Abdul Muttalib was a Hanif, that is, the one who never worshipped idols. And he prayed to Allah to give him more sons, adding the woe that should Allah bless him with ten sons and let them all grow to manhood. He would sacrifice one of them to him at the Kaaba. His prayer was answered. The years passed and nine sons were born to him. One of them was named Abdullah, born circa 545 CE and he was Abdul Muttalib's favorite. When his sons grew up, the time came for him to fulfill his woe. He called his sons and informed them of his intention. As they were raised to obey their parents, they agreed. It was decided that each should make his mark on an arrow, and that the one whose arrow were drawn would be sacrificed. The lots were cast, and... It was Abdullah's arrow that was drowned. When Abdul Muttalib took his son in order to sacrifice him, the men and women who were watching the skin knew that he was absolutely determined to fulfill his woe. Abdullah's mother Fatima, who came from the prominent Quraysh clan of Al-Maksoum, was the mother of three of Abdul Muttalib's ten sons, Abdullah, Abu Talib, and El-Zubayr, and several daughters. She was against her son be slaughtered as a sacrifice, and she had the support of the people present. The problem was solved when, following the advice of one wise woman from Yathrib, it was offered that ten camels be sacrificed in Abdullah's steed. The draw was repeated, and Abdullah's name came out again and it did so with every new draw until the number of camels reached a hundred. Only then was the camels a row drawn. Abdul Muttalib cast lots three more times, and each time the arrow fell against hundred camels. It was a clear sign that he should sacrifice the camels, not his son. That was done, and Abdullah, Prophet Muhammad's father, was allowed to live, and he grew into a remarkably handsome man. That event later prompted the Prophet peace be upon him to say, I am a son of the two men who were to be sacrificed and ibn el Zebihain, referring to Ishmael peace be upon him and his own father, Abdullah. The former having been ransomed with a ram, qurban or sacrificial animal and the latter with hundred cables.